What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bill Chillin' Podcast. Today, we're talking about simply charities. Whether you're in need or you want to give, this episode's for you. Hang out, and we're going to talk about some charities. So I guess we'll just start it off by, again, saying that we're just talking about uh, you know, various charities around here, but not just charities, resources as well. So if you're someone in need or even if you just want to volunteer and help you know, provide these resources to people, um, here in Louisville, they actually have some pretty good uh, actual government websites that list a lot of different resources available in the city. So this is something that I didn't even know existed until I had to look it up for this. But as far as meals and food, um, this link pretty much lists uh, several places that do breakfast slash early lunch. And there's times and different dates if it's daily if it's not daily um there's lunch dinner groceries and even after school meal programs so i thought it was pretty cool that uh you know the city took the time to make this page available to people definitely um, so there's really covered all the bases like as far as like you know a lot of the resources that somebody would need you can find them all just on this page right here yeah yeah, definitely. There's a lot there. And then they have another page uh, for emergency shelter options as well. And so some of that overlaps with the meals and groceries, but there's also some that are just shelters. So um, whether you just need overnight or uh, family emergency shelters, young adult shelters, um, emergency day shelters, there's a lot of options out there. So if you're someone who needs that kind of resource, definitely check out this link. These links will, of course, be in the description. Awesome. Yeah, that covers everyone, like a full family, shelters for families, single mothers, you know, uh, men, every, everyone. Yeah, yeah, it covers all the bases. Um, community gardening. So while it's getting cold, of course, and there's not really a lot of gardening going on now, I just thought it was kind of a an interesting one to bring up, especially since I saw that Louisville had an actual government page for it, because being able to grow your own food is kind of huge, and there's certain foods that you can grow fairly easily that are so versatile, like even just tomatoes. You know, think about how much <laughs> we at least eat, like spaghetti, chili, pasta. You know, we got to buy canned tomatoes every time when... Um, there's, it's cheaper to grow your own and then it'd be cheaper to ultimately can them or jar them too. Right. With the way that, you know, prices are going up and stuff, you know, it's, it's really expensive to eat healthy. So the fact that there's these community gardens that makes it easier, you know, in certain areas where, you know, that isn't available, it does help. Yeah. And even if you're not like close to one of the actual community gardens, they have uh, resources on just learning how to garden and stuff too. So 
I just thought that'd be an interesting one to kind of call out. Definitely. Uh, moving on to actually talking about some individual organizations. Um, we found this website and it's giveforgoodlouisville.org, but the search function is actually really robust and it made it really easy to kind of pop in here and just see all the different like nonprofits here in Louisville. And you can even filter by <clears throat> certain causes that they uh, advocate for. Yep, they make it really, real user friendly, real easy to navigate through. Like you said, go directly to the cause, whether it's you know animals or you know community advocacy, all the way down to you know veterans and whatever whatever you're looking for. There's a cause you know here locally that you can help support through this website. Makes. Um, and then the first one, first charity that we kind of decided to bring up is Hip Hop Cares. So they're awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think. How did you find them? Because I think you told me about them. Uh, yeah, just randomly they showed up on my Facebook feed. Uh, I don't know if it was just like uh, just naturally, just organically. I don't know if uh, Facebook just recommended it, but uh, the the person who runs it, uh, Jeff Gills. I believe his name is uh, awesome guy. Uh, he was just posting. I think uh, uh, Jeff Gill. Yeah, he was posting a live. I think a Facebook live, and it was just talking some like really positive stuff. Like, and then I followed it a little bit more. Um, just about all the stuff they do in the community. They do a whole lot, you know, getting people together and then just giving back through um, everything from like food, uh, backpacks. I think one time they gave backpacks away uh, back when uh, kids were going back to school and just clothes, different things like that. Oh man, yeah they they seem to do a lot. I mean, it says here, Hip Hop Cares has served up to 500 meals and supplies a week, uh, rain or shine, since its start in 2016. So that's pretty awesome. Um, it, they definitely seem to do a lot, and like they said, you see it. He posts pretty much every week when the, when they're doing stuff, so you can see that they're actually getting together and doing it. And I mean, they got quite a big group that goes out and tries to help um, however they can. So you can definitely check out the website, hiphopcares.org. Um, it would have anything you need to help donate time or resources or whatever you can uh, to help them accomplish their mission. Pretty awesome. The next one that kind of spoke to us a little bit was <clears throat> Ronald McDonald House Charities. This one was just, it's really cool um, because the people who need this resource are definitely going through a tough time. Um, you know, what they do is they basically provide housing and meals to families of sick children here, in, like, especially people having to travel from out of state or out of city and you know they don't <clears throat> necessarily have housing or anything figured out while their child might be here for whatever operations or procedures and so the ronald mcdonald house charities like houses and feeds those people so um the founders it pretty much started when the founders saw you know parents and families sleeping um, just in hallways and chairs and 
things like that while just waiting in the hospitals for things to things to happen you know because some of these procedures are hours and hours and hours long pretty cool um i think it's awesome and uh, they they do quite a bit to help those people make them you know one less thing to have to worry about right although it definitely adds up those it you know it's a hard thing to go through right definitely if, if there's someone that can lessen that burden you know yeah um uh the next one i wanted to bring up is i mean it's one that we all know about and they're you know we see them all the time especially around this time but salvation army uh, they actually do quite a bit of stuff um i guess that's why they have a whole section titled what we do here on their website <laughs> but the holiday giving of course right now is big but they have food pantries disaster relief um just all kinds of different stuff after school programs various things that they do to try to give back to the communities and you made a good point like with them being one of the bigger charities around right what is that over assisting over 23 million americans annually 133 countries around the globe you highlighted though like right there at the top right there's their uh, annual reports so yeah. where you know usually sometimes you know you whenever you see a a charity or you know nonprofit get that big um sometimes they're not that uh not as uh upfront and forthcoming yes, about exactly. that yeah yes they so, don't make it that easy to find right they make it very transparent it's right there you can see where your money's going so it's awesome when you see them out you know helping you you know yeah and then they have a history of pretty much going back to 2004 they have annual reports on here. So that's pretty cool. Um, all right. I guess that's kind of all the ones that we wanted to touch on together, but we actually kind of looked separately and found some that kind of spoke to us a little bit individually too, right? So I'm going to kick it off with um, Dream Factory. So if you don't know what Dream Factory is, they, well, it says right there, granting dreams to uh, chronically ill children, chronically and critically ill children. So is kind of along the lines of the Ronald McDonald house, you know, it's tough on the families, but it's tough on kids too, you know, having to deal with some of the things they deal with if they have an illness that impacts them in such a way. So having an organization like the dream factory which they're nationwide too i believe but they have a local chapter here in louisville and i mean giving these kids any kind of memory outside of like doctor's visits hospitals shots pokes and prods you know that's it makes a difference in these kids lives so i think that's really awesome and they they do a lot I think I read in here somewhere and see there, there you go again, 2022 annual report. You know, they make it really easy. It's one of the first things you see as soon as you start scrolling. It's like, here you go. See where your money's going. See what we're doing. Um, it says here, because we do not empty 
or employ people on a local level. 96.1% of all money raised by the Dream Factory is used to grant the dreams of critically and chronically ill children. And right there, they're called action. You know, either if you uh, big buttons right there, do you want to volunteer? Do you want to donate or, you know, refer a child, you know, who could, you know, use a, the Dream Factory? So really, really simple, you know, to. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely spoke to me. Um, and then the next one that I had um, really stuck out to me, of course, the Epilepsy Foundation of Kentuckiana. Uh, my dad was epileptic. So when you it's it's one thing to know that people go through these things. And I guess that's why I kind of picked the ones that I have. But. It's different when you live with someone who goes deals with it on a day to day. You know what I mean? And just knowing how epilepsy impacted my dad, I mean he couldn't get his license until he was like forty six when his seizures were finally under control. But even then as life went on, they started getting pretty bad again. Um and he started having them when he was like fourteen. So it just it impacted his education and everything else and just every day every day of his life every day yeah and it's it's huge and he he had a pretty severe form so he would be down for the rest of the day pretty much if he had a seizure and then depending on how bad it was it could be a couple of days so this one definitely spoke pretty heavily to me um they do some awesome work, awesome services, whether it's uh, training for first aid. They also do um, support groups and things like that. So I would definitely say if you yourself are impacted by epilepsy um, or you know someone who has epilepsy, definitely check them out for any resources if you need anything. Um, I also have Operation Outreach, which offers support to veterans affected by traumatic brain injury and post-traumatic epilepsy. So, a lot of good information there on like what to do, how to make sure that how to keep them safe and things like that. So, important stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I would say without this one, we probably wouldn't be here doing this today. The Louisville Free Public Library Foundation. I mean, that one kind of definitely, I think, access to the library when we could have been doing any number of things as angsty teenagers. <laughs> there was many a times we just went to the library, found random books on random topics. So that pretty much, <laughs> I mean, it sums up our entire show. So <laughs> uh, that one spoke pretty big to me, of course. And I definitely, when I saw that, I, I couldn't pass it up because the library does a lot more than just books, too, of course. I mean, they host um, education seminars and, you know, um, classes for uh, adults and kids and just so many different things. The The makerspace, isn't that, is that at Louisville? Right, like yes. they, they're involved yes. in the makerspaces and stuff, so. The uh, Code Louisville. 
um, that started out, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's all virtual now, but I mean, that started out in, in house at the libraries. Uh, yep. It, it says it right there, really, you know, building community. I mean, that's what happens at, you know, at library, but you know, Louisville's libraries really, um, brought on a lot of different, different programs and stuff to really, you know, definitely support them. Too many libraries are closing. Right, like we've just had a few. I think uh, the one in Fern Creek closed not too long ago. So, do whatever you can. Yeah, definitely, definitely. They uh, they put in a lot of work. Librarians definitely put in a lot of work to make everything happen that they make happen. So, I appreciate it. I mean, it gave us the ability to learn how to research and you know just follow things that we were interested in and find whatever information we could about it so all right and then i guess the next one i want to bring up is a family scholar house so they do some awesome work helping make sure that people whether young people or um single parents still have access to education and they do some awesome uh, various services from coaching, whether it's academic, career, success, health and wellness coaching, education. They help with financial education and financial assistance, technology assistance, apprenticeship programs, and then just general support, advocacy, support, uh, affordable housing, um, just all of those things that you got to get done. But Trying to do that on top of further your education is not always the easiest task. So I thought it was pretty cool. And once again, the annual reports right there under their about section. So uh, transparency and everything is very important. So especially with charities, right? Definitely. So that's all that that's all of them that I had. What'd you have, Jack? Okay. Um. So one. Um. You know, I knew he was. Uh. You know, picking out like maybe like a nonprofit or like a, a charity or something. This page actually just popped up on my Facebook the other day. Uh, Pineal Gardens. So what they do is they have these. Little uh, pineal, uh, pineal stations, pineal trade stations that they set up. You know, like they build them to where you can leave your your gardens, like little, you know, either seedlings or vegetables. Okay, I think it's like really important, especially with the uh, Louisville kind of in a lot of places. You was touching on it earlier with how there's those community gardens that Louisville is promoting. Uh, there's a lot of food deserts. I feel like here in, in the metro, right, with there mm-hmm. not really being a lot of easily available like fruits and vegetables so the fact that they're setting these uh stations out randomly throughout the city uh i guess what they do is they partner with uh either homeowners or something along those lines and then they just set them out there and you can either you know leave your own plants or pick up you know other plants that are available there so if it, it seems like a great way to really feed feed the community and you know keep things healthy so definitely want to support them like right now it looks like they have a couple dozen of these stations throughout the city and they're, they're looking to grow. So definitely want to, you know, see a lot more for them here, from them here soon. Uh, you can check it all out on their, on their website too, over there at uh pinogarden.com. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, it's like you said, it, 
it kind of relates back to the community garden, except it's even more widespread because they're giving the cutlings and they can build these little you know, trade stations everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're doing awesome stuff over there, though. Definitely want to uh, support them if you can. Cool, man. And then one more. Okay, so a, a another group I wanted to promote, um, you know, as far as like, because uh, what we're talking about is, you know, getting back to the community and stuff. There, there's a Facebook group called I Am Dixie Highway. If you're in Louisville, you're probably familiar with them. There's 84,000 members, right? So that's a good portion of the Louisville community. And they give back a lot. It's whenever I think of uh, I Am Dixie, you know, uh, there is, it's a lot of the community supporting the community. I, I know a lot of people that have been in need, you know, around this time. And the, the founders of it, the people, that, the admins, they will get the community together and make sure, like, the elderly have all the food, you know, that they need for, you know, when, when the holidays come up, make sure that everybody has their Thanksgiving dinners and things like that. So um, even though it's not a, you know, it's a specific part of Louisville, um, they, they do a lot there. So I'm Dixie, you know, they, they do great things. Definitely if you're in that area, go and join their group on Facebook and um, either help out if you can or, you know, if you need help, I'm, I'm sure you can find it through them or they can give, put you in the right direction. Awesome, man. I love the Peanuts gang. Oh, Picture yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> Always great for the holidays. It says the good deed capital of the world. Pretty cool. Definitely awesome. So there's, there's a lot of awesome people doing awesome work in our city. Um, so we just thought we would take the time to recognize them. You know, we've done shows on a lot of things. We haven't really touched on charities, and it's just that time of the year. So I wanted to give some other people some recognition. And um, again, there's if you're whether you're in need, there's a ton of resources out there and whether you just want to give back, whether it's to anything, any we've listed, or if you're not sure of who you might want to help support, definitely use this give for good Louisville.org. Um, there's just, there's like 24 pages worth of nonprofits and organizations. And again, you can filter by cause and everything. So you can make sure to really find one that speaks to you or that's in your immediate area that you want to take the time to, to donate or volunteer or whatever your goal is. So, um, and it's that time of the year. So happy Thanksgiving. Um, have a good time with, you know, family, friends, and, um, make sure to remember those people who aren't fortunate enough to have that. So. Definitely. Definitely a time to, you know, remember what you're thankful for. So um, I guess uh, that's all that I had, man. You got anything else before we close it out? Nope. That, that's it. Um, great causes. Definitely. Um, to support. Yep. So I guess with that one, uh, we will see you next time. See y'all next time.